We meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of the Native American nations to whom which we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was once within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk. And because history is complex and time goes far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many other indigenous peoples here. The history of broken treaties and forced removal that dispossessed indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work toward equity, restoration, and reparations. Um, I want to go ahead and make a motion to approve the minutes from May 19, 2022. Second. Any further discussion? Commissioner Ali? Yes. Commissioner Daniel? Commissioner Dillard? Yes. Commissioner Gathua? Yes. Commissioner Johnson? Yes. Commissioner Harris? Yes. Commissioner Nobis? Yes. Commissioner Rivera? Yes. And Commissioner Treoy? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes 8-0. Um, next is public comment of items not on the agenda. Uh, TRC members will not engage in discussion with public concerning said items. Um, we're going to start with folks in the Zoom. If you have a public comment, now would be a good time to raise your hand. Anybody in here want to make a comment? <laughs> okay. Um, the next agenda item is going to be led by Commissioner Nobis um, <clears throat> in relation to a proclamation um, for missing and indigenous for missing and murdered indigenous peoples um, annually in Iowa City on May second. The floor is yours, Sakawis. Hello, sorry, I'm traveling and coincidentally I happened to stop at Hy-Vee. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really proud to say that Great Plains Action Society um, put a lot of effort into our work in uh, Sioux City and that's uh, Trisha Etrunger, that's our MMIW uh, director and our operations director that's behind all that. And I think that uh, Sioux City is the first city in Iowa and Nebraska to make a proclamation recognizing um, um, uh, the National Day of Awareness of Missing and Murdered uh, Indigenous Women and Girls, um, and then making their own personal proclamation uh, on May 2nd uh, for that day to recognize that day and uh, to um, promise to take action on this uh, crisis. And so I was hoping that um, the city of Iowa City would do the same thing. I feel like this is the perfect forum to have this happen through. It's truth and reconcilia uh, reconciliation. And so um, basically it would be a proclamation made each year on May 2nd. Our goal is to have every, you know, um, major city uh, or county or, you know, uh, or and also the state itself make this proclamation on May 2nd um, every year. And if anybody wants to know more about the crisis of missing and murdered indigenous uh, women and girls, which we call actually missing and murdered indigenous relatives as Great Plains Action Society, because it is inclusive of uh, trans and non-binary and uh, two-spirit folks, um, then uh, you can, I guess we can talk about that now. 
And I would also open that up for folks in the uh, Zoom that want to, because I did forget to allow for public comment beforehand. Okay, does anyone in here have any questions or comments regarding this? Um, this question just mainly just because of how the agenda item's written. So it's missing and murdered indigenous peoples in Iowa City. So I'm just comparing that based on what you said. So is this more of local or state or um, national in terms of what the target for this is? It's just written as uh, peoples in uh, Iowa oh. City. So it's, it's just, just the a punctuation. Confusing. I think that's just the punctuation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, and I use the term peoples um, because, like, we use the term relatives because we're talking about our people. But when I'm, I'm when I'm, when we have other folks do it, we use the term peoples. With the, we'd ask them to use the term peoples. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a national effort. Or it would be like, well, for, I guess this would more likely be a, it would be more like a statewide effort. Um, but I mean, this is a, 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 like actually like a continental, well, it's even a global issue. Like, I mean, so yeah, but. We would be basically joining um, an, a national, actually a continental effort, because this is also um, May 5th in Canada is also um, Day of Awareness for Missing Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls. So we would be joining a national um, and, and a continental effort in Canada as well. And oh, and we want to uh, use the May 2nd as the day because May 5th is um, uh, Cinco de Mayo and like we just since the day kind of came down from Canada like they, that's not such an issue there but um, we just would rather not um, have this day of awareness on the same day as Cinco de Mayo. Um, are we collaborating with any other local groups on this or is this um, just us in Great Plains? Uh, it's just Great Plains. I mean I don't even know if it's a collaboration I'm just asking the city if they want to just proclaim it. Um, I have a quick question. I would like this. I would like us to ask the city to proclaim it. Um, Sakaus, this is uh, Chastity. I my only question is: Is there anything else besides just proclamation you want from the city? I'm just curious. What else is the end goal? What yeah. would you like to see? Yeah, I mean, first, um, for, first is the proclamation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, cause first people just need to even like say they know this is actually happening and like in most cases people don't, or they don't want to admit it's actually an issue. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Um, you know, increased awareness, um, and then like increased protections and, um, more funding towards search parties, um, more funding towards, um, you know, tip lines and, I mean, it's huge. It's a massive thing. I could go on for a while, but like um, Iowa City might not have like the issue so much, but this is also very linked to trafficking, which of course um, is something that is everywhere. And so, you know, we just need to work in solidarity um, with uh, tribal nations and states and other governments everywhere to um, put a stop to it. I think that it's a potentially really powerful and important for us um, to participate and support this type of effort. Um, 
And you know, something that struck me recently was a comment that was made, um, I think, in one of the meetings that I've missed recently. And um, our TRC is taking a really proactive approach um, in terms of taking action before tragedy strikes. And certainly there have been um, atrocities committed against indigenous peoples in Iowa. But as you mentioned, um, there are a, a lot of um, our proclamation here in Iowa City would be in solidarity with other areas with um, known murder and indigenous peoples. Um, and, and so I think, uh, I think that it's, it's really rad um, and important for us to um, be, be involved uh, in helping you with this. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you're muted. Thank you. And just to give it a little bit of context, um, this is not something that is like far removed from us. Um, Meskwaki Nation has been looking for Rita Papaki now for I think six or seven years. Um, and then we know there's women that, that have gone missing in the Quad Cities area. Um, and there's more women that have gone missing from the uh, in the Tama area, um, like far in the far distant past. But what's what's really important to note is that um, this is something that happens in Des Moines as well. And Omaha is um, uh, eighth in the nation for missing and murdered Indigenous women for cities, and Nebraska is seventh in the nation. Um, so this is not far from us. Um, and right now, Great Plains is working on a uh, on a project um, with a bunch of um, academics and grassroots organizers from um, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Iowa. Um, getting statistics so we can un- better understand uh, what's happening with sex trafficking and native folks. Um, for instance, um, Minnesota, which is right above us, um, and like and 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 has like a, a sex trafficking rate of native women that's like astounding. I, I can't remember the percentage, but I do know the percentage of where I'm from um, in Man- Winnipeg, Manitoba, which is right above Minnesota and just like straight north of Iowa, and. Um, Native women make up 50% of trafficked vic- victims um, and in that area. So, like, I just want you to know, like, this is, like, out of control. Like, um, you know, in some cases, um, the murder rate for Indigenous women is 10 times higher than the national average in certain parts of the country. Um, the DOJ um, tells us that 56% of uh, Indigenous women will experience uh, sexual assault in their lifetime. But if you talk to grassroots organizers, that number can be as high as 80, 90 percent, um, like on our, you know, in our communities, and so, um, you know, there's just there's a lot more I could go in, I could talk about, um, but um, it's it's a massive issue, and it includes more than just like uh, women and girls, um, like our men and our boys are also um, facing elevated rates of this. Um, it's linked to um, resource extraction, man camps. Um, there's increased rates of violence when they come into our areas, like, and they, they build like these um, temporary workforce housing developments. Um, and then lastly, um, there's like high suicide rates, um, and that's linked to this as well. Of course, as you would, it, you may not think it is, but it is because it has to do with oppression and, you know, uh, poverty. Um, and then there's police violence, uh, depending on the year. Um, indigenous peoples um, often have the highest rate of police murder rates in the country, which is very unknown. In fact, where I'm traveling right now is uh, to Omaha because we're preparing for the Zachary Bear Heels March um, on on Sunday. And this is very much linked uh, to this as well. He was murdered by police. He was 
um, tased 13 times, dragged by his braids, and um, kneeled upon uh, multiple times and beaten. And so um, he, he's. This is like a. This is a like a phenomenon as well within our communities being murdered. Uh, high rates of murder by police. So it's all. It's, it's a huge thing. Um, so I do think it fits into the TRC's. Um, um, like our, our mission. And um, I think that's all I, I need to say. So I hope that maybe we can vote on, um, I guess, uh, I don't know if we can right now or if this is just up for discussion. So I guess somebody can tell me that. And then maybe I have to like put together like something more formal to be voted on next time. But so if Stephanie or uh, Amala wants you can, to guide you can me on take that, a, a vote on, on the recommendation great. now. I, yeah, that was going to be my. <clears throat> question to you and if, if uh, when we do take a vote uh, let's say it passes um, would uh, Sikhaus need to present something to you in order for this to be on um, the agenda for uh, council or would it just be is there just like a generic proclamation I don't for lack of a better term request form so how the proclamation process works is a proclamation has to be submitted to the city clerk's office. So that's how any proclamation that you hear at a city council meeting is done. So um, if you're looking at next year, May 2nd, then um, a member of the TRC would just need to submit a proclamation, say, two weeks before that meeting date so that it could be read and accepted. But what if they don't accept it? I mean, how do we I, know they'll... You know, like, I've, I've been at the city for quite a while, and I'm not aware of a proclamation um, being denied. So I, I, I guess I wouldn't have oh. any concerns about that. Um, I don't know any reason why the city council would have any concerns as it relates to this proclamation. Okay. Um, so... That's good to know. I'm going to take a... I, I, I guess I'd like to um, suggest, I, I like the idea of us, um, you or um, people helping you, Sakalis, putting together something more formal um, written. Um, I, I think that this is such an important, um, this is such an important issue that I want to make sure that when we're submitting this or presenting this to the city, um, that we're giving them the information that you just presented to us. Uh, in a written down way so that they can realize the gravity of the situation and understand exactly what they're proclaiming, um, that there are missing and murdered indigenous peoples or that we stand in solidarity with um, our indigenous communities who are suffering um, because of these events. So I just kind of want to um, hone this down a little bit more um, so that we can be very thorough and specific in um, our recommendation. Yeah, I was going to echo the same, um, just this proclamation request form, just wanted to know like what exactly it looks like before uh, voting on a recommendation. So I just want to know, if, like, are we just saying, hey, we want you to say these words in terms of text and that's it? Or are there listed action items or other supporting information we're adding as background for just like uh, a press release with it or something like that? Um, I just want to make sure as yeah. kind of where Kevo's coming from, but for me as well, of, you know, we did the land acknowledgement thing, and I don't want to just write up a proclamation, send that in, just to send it in. Um, let's 
get more of the supporting information, get it into a document, and then also just like action items that we're looking for from that or that Great Plains is and that wants support in and maybe just like current um, current statuses of, uh, of the most uh, influential kind of just like uh, movements or actions uh, going on with it right now. Just like kind of um, just thinking of ways that you can help us provide better supporting information for anyone else that would want to read more into it after a, pro a proclamation is made or if a proclamation comes up. That way it's not just something being said, but more information behind it in case there are other people that want to help or want to assist or have more information. And with that, I yield. I have a question. Um, um, was there proclamations made for Juneteenth before it became a, ho a federal holiday? So the answer is yes, but those are not self-created by the city council. They're submitted by either city staff or community members. So, so any proclamation uh, starts with somebody submitting a, a proclamation to the city clerk's office. So it's not an automatic. Okay. Yeah, so there wouldn't be a Juneteenth proclamation if nobody presented a Juneteenth proclamation for their consideration. Yeah, no, I, I was just okay. curious on how things get, how, how things get going and become more like of a thing. So like, so now the city like officially observes it. Is there some, is there, is there a step beyond just a proclamation, I guess? There's programming um, that is being done. Um, by several different city departments, not only for city staff, but also for the community to participate in. Yeah, there is, and there's okay. some information about it on like the city website and stuff, but yeah, one of those things as well of gotta find the info. All right, so yeah, I'm just thinking like, um, maybe that we can, if by, you know, with, with Kevo's, um, you know, words, I'm thinking that we could take it a little bit further and maybe ask for something even more than just a proclamation. Like maybe it's something that can go on the website or something that can, like there can be a day of something, um, or not even a day, I don't know, just something um, hosted by the city uh, on, on May 2nd. But that's a whole other conversation then, so. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, definitely I doable. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't see any. But for now, let's let's go for the proclamation. <laughs> so then, is that decided that you guys will work on kind of the wording and stuff? So, Kawas, what support do you need to put something together? I don't really need much because um, the Sioux City folks are just going to send me their proclamation and so like we'll already have something and i like it it's it's not bad at all um but it would be nice to have some you know facts and figures behind it which we have all of that already so it's not hard for me to put something together okay perfect and i can touch back base with you anyway because we had mentioned you having an agenda item at the next meeting anyway yeah, that, and we can just uh, use the Sioux City one with a copy of the Iowa City's form. So kind of just have an easy format to transfer to. All right. So, Kavis, do you have anything else? Uh, no, just thank you for your time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you 
taking this in a high V. <laughs> uh, I'm super sorry. <laughs> I'm more sorry for you. High Vs are the worst. <laughs> I, needed a, I needed a Starbucks really bad. It was the only one in sight. <laughs> well, Godspeed. Thank you. Um, all right, so the next agenda item is our discussion and vote on rescinding the recommendation um, to city council in support of the proposal from Kearns and West um, in cooperation with Think Peace and local entities uh, that we made at our May 5th meeting. Um, so in with discussing this, um, I kind of want to have a layout of because oh yeah and I want to make sure the public gets to comment so um, Nicholas you have your hand up sorry uh, yeah uh, good evening commissioners uh, I would like to, well I this may not be germane but I would like to second the notion that Hy-Vee is the worst um, I'm a former employee of Hy-Vee back in the day, and it was the most miserable job experience I've ever had. Um, I also want to say that I'm not feeling the greatest, so if this doesn't come out right, I apologize because it is a little um, uh, it's a little it's a little forward. Okay, sorry. So I want to preface my remarks uh, by noting the fact that um, I've actually been spending the last month and a half interviewing people who participated in the summer 2020 protests here in Iowa City. Um, I, I mention this because in the like year and a half of this commission's existence, people seem to keep forgetting why it exists at all. And why, while I'm just one person with like one perspective on these things, I, I wanted to make that statement to make you aware of the fact that my perspective is actually very immediately informed by those who put their bodies on the line so that you could all be here tonight because it was the protesters it was the young people of this community who were tear gassed on dubuque street for this it was they who were mowed down by a white supremacist on burlington and it was they who were quietly hauled off by the cops every night around the pentacrest before and after the marches so frankly when i hear that one of the facilitators demanding to be paid for doing the work of this commission actually thought a facebook drinking party for their primary campaign was more important than this i really have to wonder whether there is a similar commitment for those who were not in fact in the streets and did not once put themselves in harm's way for the cause now i should i should know i don't actually don't give a crap about curtains of west they can f off apologies for the language what does concern me though is how the actions of those who want to be leaders in our community have already lost the voices of the very people who lit a fire under the city to do something. Now, some of you may recall when this commission met entirely over Zoom back in the day, the, the, the large number of young people who turned out from all over the state to see what you would do. You lost a lot of them when many of our supposed leaders decided to put this commission in a timeout in March of 2021, after many other supposed leaders decided to that they actually wanted it to be dissolved in its entirety 
And then you lost most of the rest when those same leaders decided to sabotage another attempt to hire a facilitator in the fall of that same year. I realize I'm going through a timeline you're all familiar with, but I want to be clear about the context of this. And yet, despite the gross disrespect those leaders showed to the young people who went out night after night, it was actually us. It was the, the people who went out who were here. Well, those of us left anyway to back you up when the chair of this commission was arrested just outside the room you're sitting in. And now, after spending a month and a half more or less grieving with my comrades, doing, frankly, a non-trivial portion of the work this commission should already be doing, I, I kind of wonder what the point of it all was. Sorry, like I said, I'm not feeling the greatest. If you want to run for county supervisor, fine, then do that. You can do a lot of good there, and I, and I, wish, I wish V the best of luck. But if you want to do this work, if you want to facilitate the work of this commission, then you need to show up just like we did night after night because your actions scream your true intentions. And if one of those people I sat with asked me now, hey, Nicholas, should I participate in this thing that V, Angie and Annie are doing with the TRC? My answer would be no. But it doesn't have to be no. OK, I don't really know Annie or V that well, but I have immense respect for Angie, so I am hoping, <laughs> pleading really, that they take to heart what I've had to say and more importantly, act upon it to honor the actions of those whom you all seem to have forgotten. Thank you. I would like to say this is Commissioner Johnson. You can't at, um, respond to a comment from a person who's a public commenter. I'm really sorry. It would be okay because it's it's um it's an item on the agenda. Oh, okay. Yeah, With that being said, yeah. I appreciate you, Nicholas. Thank you. I want to respond too. I really do. Uh, I hear you. I hear you, and I, I totally understand exactly what you're saying. And it, it, there's a lot of responsibility in our hands right now that we need to make sure we take charge of and move forward with. And uh, I appreciate that. It's been on my mind as well. So uh, with that being said, I'll, I'll let that go. I think, I think Eric wanted to say something. Yep, I'm going to say something. Um, it's just I agree with you totally, Nicholas. Um, it's been people... How you described it, it's like that's the way that things have been going. Like how you described how the TRC went and how we got blocked by different people or individuals because of what we failed or what we said. It's just, just you know, I agree with what you're saying. You know, it's just it doesn't it just doesn't make sense. You know, um, in a real reality, in the real American world, um, we would uphold laws, but it. It's not happening right now, so people are doing whatever they want to do, and it sucks a lot because when I turn on my phone or look at my phone, I have to see people just put just ridiculous things on the internet and things that I just be like, this is so ridiculous. And sometimes I respond, and sometimes I don't, but it's ridiculous every day like we gotta you know every day you know and, I, and i'm a candid person so you know i'm gonna say what i want to say we have to look at you know sullivan salvos and just things like that that's terrible things that's and if nobody agrees with me about that the, his last salvo was terrible don't agree with me but go read and what he said you know it's okay for people to be to be killing people of color but 
you know, it's not okay for people to protest or or burn down things or whatever they did. Because I don't agree with that either. But it's okay for people to to do racist things. Go read the last Rod Sullivan salvos, and you will see what I'm talking about. It's it's just not okay right now. And with that, I yield. So. Oh, I just had a question for clarification. Um, I, I didn't quite understand this Facebook party or something. I, I, I don't. Sorry. Could somebody clarify that for me? I'd like to know as well. Um, I'm guessing, but I'm reading between the lines. I don't really check Facebook, but sounds like he's saying that uh, someone in the facilitator group is that's running for Johnson County Supervisor is having some Facebook event around it. Uh, and we just well, uh, I, I don't, about I don't, our work and talk. Can can the can the commenter clarify that for us? I don't, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know about the event, so that's why I'm just not comfortable giving specifics. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't mean. Uh, yeah. So, sorry. Um, um, Stephanie, can the can the com, can the commenter clarify? They're trying to. Yeah, he has his he, hand raised. Yep, he has his yeah, hand right. raised, and he's a panelist. So okay, um, well, I I didn't want it to be like a call out or anything, but the fact of the matter is, okay, fine, it will be a call out. Truth. So, V is currently running for Johnson County Supervisor. So, set, set aside the whole Facebook thing, because I mean, that's just stupid. Like, sure, you want to win your primary campaign, or you're going to hold events, whatever. The fundamental point is, is that that is going to be a full-time job. And it seems like, to me, people keep coming along to this commission and wanting to essentially, like, grift. They want to, I don't know, put this on their resume or how should I put it? Like, I'm sorry, like I, I'm, I'm just so upset. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Take your time, take your time, but yeah, go ahead, man. Definitely speak. Take your time. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'll wait all night. I want okay. to hear what you got to say. This commission, basically, from its inception, was set up to fail. Despite the best efforts of, and I actually have to applaud the commissioners, both former commissioners, well, maybe not some of the former commissioners, and the current commissioners for actually attempting to make it not a thing that would fail, that would not be just a way for the city to cover its ass for shit that has happened for years and years and years and years and years. And frankly, I find the whole like language of healing and reconciliation to be extremely coercive because ah, because 
it seemed to me when I saw Angie speak at the city council meeting where she essentially gave a press release about why she and Annie and V were going to go their separate ways. And then, which, which seemed odd to me at the time, but I was like, okay, that's a weird way to do it. But then the fact that she was immediately followed by the very same individual who has gone out of her way and used her political power to do everything that she can to dismantle and to disrupt this commission simply because, <laughs> well, because of her, of her friggin' ego. That I think that the people who want to think of themselves as quote unquote local leaders need to realize what kind of message that sends. Like when the reason I didn't want to get into this too much because like what, what I experienced interviewing people was despair. No one has hope. What, what, what I experienced was people who are basically doing whatever they can to like await the apocalypse because they have nothing. They got nothing from what they did. They were literally assaulted. And the city doesn't give a shit. That happened two years ago tomorrow. And what has happened since then? This city has gotten more expensive to live in, more callous, more full of dipshit liberals who don't give a shit about what happened to those people. Their voice, it's not only that it hasn't heard, it's just like there's a giant fucking memory hole and everything gets dumped into it. And I'm so angry all the time about it. And I, and I try, I try to talk to these people who, just don't want to fucking hear anything. And so when I see someone who, when, when, I, when I see individuals who want to represent the local community, who want to be local leaders and want to sort of like have a local facilitator to, to treat this whole thing like just a fucking shell game. Because to me, I don't care what you say. I really don't. I care what you do. And that is why I, I made that absurd statement that your actions scream your true intentions. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, if someone goes off to be a county supervisor, or someone goes off to run their nonprofit, like this is going to essentially be a hobby for them. And like, I don't love like these mediator, like nonprofit groups, but at least they are professionals. And you have literally a a world renowned expert in this very subject matter who is basically giving you his time gratis and it feels like the city just keeps constantly taking a dump on it and people involved just i i i don't get a sense that like the gravity i maybe this isn't serious anymore maybe this is not just a maybe this is not a serious prospect i i i i'm sorry uh, uh, that was really harsh. I apologize. That sounded shitty the second I said it. Well, I'll keep going, man. Say what you want to say. Keep but, going. 
I mean, look, I mean, I, so the, the chair, Chair Traore has, has pointed this out many times, that there doesn't really seem to be, and apologies if I'm putting words in your mouth, Chair, um, that there doesn't really seem to be the impetus on the part of the city to really like advertise what the, the TRC is doing to get like people involved. It's almost like, well, it's there. You can come along if you want. We'll put out an RFP. You can apply if you want. You can come talk if you want. Because if you look at the history of truth and reconciliation commissions in other countries, they were active investigators. They were also tied to, you know, in the case of South Africa, they were tied to a general amnesty. Like, there was force behind what they were doing. I don't get the sense that there's force behind this. And I'm not blaming, and it's sort of crappy for me to be like coming here and saying this to you all because I don't feel like that's your fault. And I'm just kind of screaming into the void, I guess, at this point. And I've already said far more than I had originally intended to. And I think I'm just going to leave it there. If you have any like specific questions, I guess I can answer them. But really, I think I just want to take my leave that's okay thank you for thank you for clarifying uh sorry i didn't i didn't think it was gonna make you emotional Uh, i just didn't understand the context of what you were talking about so um thank you so much and um i just want uh to say that um this whole process has been very difficult for myself for for these exact same things i've personally spoken about it uh, many times um feeling like you know i don't know if this is the right place for me because um, action is not taking place. Uh, I was feeling very happy today because this was the first time I felt like I could um, participate and add something, you know, t- for us to start doing. Um, and my thoughts have been that we should just do these things, um, regardless of the facilitators or not. And um, I do want to say that, yes, um, this whole process is difficult. And um, coming from a truth and reconciliation, um, I guess, background myself, being Canadian, Indigenous Canadian, and my whole family going through that process in Canada, and my, my aunt being um, um, like a professional in it, a social worker, like within the whole paradigm, I will tell you that it's not easy to find um, somebody to facilitate this kind of stuff, because in the end, um, it seems like the facilitators, the lawyers, all the, all the people with the... Um, all the people with the white collars or whatever you want to call it, they end up making a lot of money and the grassroots folks pretty much get nothing. So, um, yeah, whatever it is, like you're saying, I, I really, I, I just want to say I, I understand that. Thank you. Uh, Nicholas, this is Commissioner Johnson. I, you're not screaming into the void. We hear you loud and clear. And it, it, your, your tears and your, your thoughts are, are also heard. And we want to do better. Uh, or uh, that that's how I, I I'm not gonna say I speak for all of us of course but I, I believe I do to a degree uh, we want to do better and we want to make things work we want to try to make sure that voices like your voice right now is a extremely powerful one uh, it, it's moving me I feel I feel what you're saying and you're 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 speaking with people and they're they're communicating with you and letting you know how they really feel and that's extremely important that to me is the first steps that we need to take. And I appreciate you for even stepping up and being brave enough to do that. Uh, so with that being said, uh, I yield.
Um, so in terms of the recommendation that we had on May 5th and then uh, kind of just with what happened around that, so I'm not sure um, what everyone knows or what everyone's comfortable with saying publicly, but for me, pretty much what I learned is it just doesn't seem like a tenable situation for Kearns and West and our local facilitator partners to continue working together. It just seemed like there was um, actually a misalignment on the final budget number. Uh, from what I heard from the local group, they were just surprised at what the final budget number was, but unwilling to say anything during the meeting as, you know, they just didn't want to be alarming in the meeting, in the middle of a, right. a live meeting. Um, I um, was disappointed to hear that in terms of like the last steps of the process and why the budget numbers weren't seen by both sides and agreed upon finally before the meeting. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, it's just been kind of something where tried not to get too far into it don't want to think too much about it because the main thing that happens from here is knowing that yeah that thing we voted on from on may 5th that can't go forward i mean if it's untenable for the two sides to work together then that's not a recommendation that um that is responsible or uh or good to put in front of city council from what it sounds like to me and also of the fact that it is still required that this commission does get a facilitator. So in terms of next steps, I guess the search continues. I don't really know what to do with that at this point. Um, I know we've had a lot of people bring, out, bring about their frustrations and I agree it is frustrating, but yeah, it's I'm just kind of running out of ideas at this point. Um, we already agreed to add another year to the time we volunteered for this. Uh, that agreement was made back in December. It's now June 2nd, 2022. The commission was originally supposed to end at the end of this month. Uh, I don't know how much extra time or if any extra time past June 30th, 2023, I'm willing to commit at this time just with how things have gone so far. I just want to be completely honest and out in the open about this. Um, just I uh, haven't been speaking in meetings uh, very much lately, but I just want to be honest uh, completely here. Um, I'm having a hard time just, just knowing whether this is the right thing to have attached to the city in itself. It, it doesn't make any sense at all why when we need to have a meeting between the commissioners and talk about something important or private matters uh, that is something that affects someone personally and is giving such private information, why just because more than a majority of us want to meet, it has to be public or it has to be recorded in some way or whatever it is. The stuff being, being done for planning the initial steps of this process, like some of that is just tough to have to always resort to being in public meeting for or pretty much playing phone tag because you have to go from group to group to group to get the same information across. Like it's annoying and it's just not, it's not conducive to a scalable process. And 
without a facilitator too, that makes it even harder because that puts more and more time on each of us to have to play that phone tag, to have to do all this extra stuff. I mean, I spend a lot of time with my work already, sending out emails, like talking to people constantly, daily, and checking all these other emails, TRC, knowing that until we get a facilitator, like, gonna have to hop back to what I was doing last summer of just doing all that correspondence on my own. And again, this is just for the honesty and not to try to be like, hey, I do all this stuff. But yeah, last summer, I mean, I can show you the records on my sleep app, literally like four, four and a half hours of sleep I averaged like the entire summer. And diving into this whole process and knowing how to put in all this extra time because these budgets are hard to pass, it's a big part of it. Um, I have a very close friend of mine that I've known since I was seven years old who was pretty much watching him struggle the entire last year and a half. Tried to step in before things got too late and he's now homeless and uh, it's been hard watching that happen. It's been occasions where I've been walking to these meetings and just watching him out on the benches and wanting to stop and say something. But it's, oh, yeah, I got to go to that TRC meeting. Sorry, like, I can't sit here and talk to you and do something about it. When the whole point of this commission is to be able to, you know, maybe figure out why things like that happen, why I can grow up on the same exact street as another um, boy from an African immigrant family, and that I can be where I am and he is where he is. And, you know, what would exactly happen there? Can we figure that out? Can we find a way to remedy that situation so other people don't have that problem? Um, but, you know, no money, no budget, tough to get the organization going. And I don't have a love for politics. I don't have any future wants in it whatsoever. So this is just hard to keep as the ultimate focus for years on end. If anything for me, it's about the individual people uh, rather than this one individual like city government in itself. If it's not going to be a process that's ever going to help people individually and I'm just gonna have to sit here and watch them deteriorate or whatever it is, then I don't know why, you know, continuing to be a part of it. Not saying anything final and definitive with that, but it's just my honest opinion at this time. With that, I yield. Um, I will go. Um, I will say something that I want to say. Um, this is Commissioner Harris. Um, if anybody listened to what Nicholas said, um, that's kind of the climate. That's what's going on in Iowa City right now. You know, what Nicholas said is what's going on in Iowa City right now. Another thing I want to say is what Mohammed is saying. You know, that's... You know, that saddens me to hear that a person that puts so much time and so much effort into the things that we that we're trying to get done in Iowa City and the and the you know, he says things like that. Um it's time for people to call out the people that need to be called out and it's just not no more time to waste with that. You know, it's not time to be like, Oh, I got this relationship with this person but I don't wanna call them out. And I know people that's on that's on this commission that want to call out those people, but they haven't done it because they won't do it because of different relationships that they have with people. And the things that I heard from the public comment, and I and I don't know why we got so long to public comment. We don't supposed to respond to it and stuff like that. But you know what Nicholas said, 
is the definition of what Iowa City is going through right now. It's a lot of hypocritical people. It's a lot of people who are doing things that are destroying this community. And it, it just doesn't make sense, you know. Um, we are two years away, you know, two years in with 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 people still trying to get, a, you know, a scooter workers fund checks. That's just, I'm not going to go into that anymore, but that's just what I'm saying. So with that, I yield. It just, just doesn't make sense. Is, wait, is there anyone else on there that wants to, anyone on Zoom that wants to make a comment? And then we can go to people that are live. Is there anyone else on Zoom? Okay, cool. Also, just wanted to add, I didn't mean to get us off track, just that long tangent, but um, it's just the main focus again for this um, is uh, discussion and vote on rescinding the recommendation to the city council and support the a proposal from Kearns and West. So I started out kind of just with that theme, but kind of ran off track. But just want to make sure we just get refocused. That way we can that's just great. get this decided and figure out whatever we're doing. I think that's fine. That's cool. I think we need to have these discussions. I think that's important. And you expressing how you feel is also important. And it needs to be heard. So I thank you for yeah. the truth. Commissioner Rivera, um, I agree that um, I don't think that any comments that were made tonight were out of line as um, as commissioners and as people who live in this community community and have also, um, I think, suffered as being a part of this commission and doing this work. Um, we're all entitled to both have and acknowledge and bring to the table both a response to the reality of our situation and then come back and say, what is what is our responsibility here, right? Um, and it's hard for me to acknowledge that because um, it also keeps putting into perspective how large the scope of our responsibility is and how deep the grieving has been um, for us being part of this work. Um, I too have been you know, part of this commission from the very beginning. Um, I've lost faith and regained it multiple times. Um, every time that I've regained faith is because of the relationships that I have with my fellow commissioners and the, the ways that we've all supported each other and sort of tethered, uh, tethered each other along. Um, but the story of this commission is setback after setback after setback, right? And um, it's been really disheartening. And um, in some ways, I feel like we're back at square one again and again and again and um, that anything that we try to do, um, it's wrong in someone's eyes and we can't move forward. And that's hard because I think that we as a commission are trying to be leaders, but we're also trying to have open hands. We say, well, we want to push forward, but if city council is gonna put some obstacles, then we're gonna try to creatively um, move over those obstacles. And um, we still get shit on. <laughs> And uh, if the community says, um, oh, the TRC isn't doing enough, and we say, well, how can we do more? And then it's crickets. Um, and, um, and then we try to move forward. And, and, and again, it's just we keep getting pushed back. I, you know, I unfortunately have not been able to be part of these meetings for the last um, couple months, which is regrettable. But I also feel like I'm coming back to the commission, and we're now um, regressed 
from where we were when I left it. Um, and that's also disheartening to come back to. That being said, we're here, we exist, we have to amplify and make space for um, the despair that is brought to this commission. We have to, in some ways, amplify it and be a mouthpiece for it, but we also have to generate a certain amount of hope, a reason for keeping going, because we all signed up for this work for a reason, and I think that can still find its way to the light. Um, I don't know what that path forward is yet. I, I have not gotten to that that place. Um, but I do want to say that I think that it's necessary for us to rescind um, the recommendation and support for the proposal that we that was previously voted on. I think I mean I don't think there's a way around that. Um, I also know and predict that there's there's no winning for us tonight. Um, and I just want to name that. You know I think that you know press will come out saying that the TRC has rescinded its proposal. This is the second time there's a major roadblock to submitting a proposal for a facilitator, which is the only thing that really we have been working on for the past year and a half. The, t the public has another reason to say, what What are we doing here? Why, why do we have a TRC? Luckily, we can say, like, we haven't been spending any of your money, um, so we've been doing this work for free. Um, but we also haven't helped anyone. I plan to stay on. I plan to explore what the future holds for us, but I, I, I don't know what it is. I, all know, I just know that in the next two weeks, I mean, we're gonna be victims again. Sorry to end with that. Can we make the vote? You, does somebody want to make an official motion to withdraw the recommendation to the City Council for the Kearns and West um, facilitator proposal? Is that all the discussion that we're going to have amongst all of us? Anybody after else have anything we, else they want to say? After our motion, after our we, can motion we can discuss. Um, I'm going to make a motion to rescind the recommendation to City Council in support of the proposal from Kearns West in cooperation with Think Peace and local entities that we made on May 5th of 2022. I second. Was that chastity? Yeah. Thank you. With uh, masks, sometimes it's hard for me to. Okay. Um, but before we vote. Uh, oh, you want to go into discussion? Yeah, before we yeah. vote, just for the record, for one and two, just dot the I's, cross the T's. Because again, it's the requirement. Um, gonna have to go back to the drawing board here on this facilitator thing. So um, let's do some check-ins and see where we're at on any of these groups, if they're pretty much all out, or if there's even any individuals within that. I just mean like all get on the same page uh, for that first and foremost, and then figure out um, for opening up any type of process as well for more groups to come in. Um, from there, uh, I just want to make sure that this is something outlined for at least a discussion within our next meeting. What is your question, Mohammed? Uh, my question just pretty much is like, I don't want us to vote on this rescinding and then just moving on because this you want to this, talk this agenda steps? item doesn't cover anything in terms of next steps. Okay. So uh, that would leave me to announcements of pretty much just announcing, hey, I want to have these next steps in the next meeting. So I would like to just rather cover that now. Um, 
are we wanting to keep any of these groups? Are any of these groups seeming viable still? Um, are we wanting to go back to, to an open call, maybe like a shorter period for an open call, or just continue with the current groups that are viable and just come back with a proposal to review again in a meeting, to vote on, and then city council? I have a quick question for us. Like uh, before, the whole argument was we wanted local, 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 local. That's the main thing that I kept hearing all the time. Uh, and we didn't want anybody from the outside. Why exactly are our locals not wanting to be a part of this? I would love to have this conversation with you one-on-one -on -one after the meeting and tell you exactly what the situation is. I think that this conversation uh, and these questions would be way better answered at a work session if we could have one as soon as possible. I know the last one didn't work out because everyone couldn't make it, but we really, really, really need to have this conversation at a work session. I'm like begging. The thing, the thing with the work session me. aspect too, though, is like that's still going to be um, open and publicly viewable, so the, all the same information to be disseminated. So I'm just like, do we have to go to the point of scheduling an extra work session to do what we could just do in another meeting? That's, you know, it's like I'm just thinking right. of like the well, scheduling. For I mean, why can't we have this discussion? Hi, this is Sakawis. I just wanted to ask why we can't have this conversation right now. Uh, agreed. Because yeah, nobody from any know, like, entity is is here. I, I'm not going to speak for V and Angie and Larry, and, and I'm going to say that someone did something when they're not here. That's not fair. Eduardo's not here. I have spoken to all of them outside of this because I have taken the time and the concern to wonder what is going on, okay. and I have emailed and okay. cooperated. But uh, that is the way that's – I just don't feel comfortable no, speaking no, no, about this it. Isn't, this isn't a – no, this I'm not. I'm not trying to make it an issue. I just wanted to know why. Like, yeah, I just don't feel comfortable without them here to speak for themselves. That would be it. I I, I was. Saying yeah. No. Absolutely. Us, that that makes sense. I say amongst us in discussion with that only because they don't need to be here. That's that's something for us to discuss. Is what I'm saying. That they they have the option of being here. We're here right now, and yes. I'm wondering because the last work session, I will say, was very. It was disappointing that we weren't able to get on the same page for that work session, and I feel like this is the hamster wheel going on. I don't want the hamster wheel. Just like what Nicholas was saying, if we continue to keep doing this, it is disheartening to everybody out there that we're standing up for. And if we constantly keep always pushing it back, pushing it back, and being nice and not stepping on toes at every corner. We're never going to get anything done and that's not what we're here for and that's not what we're going to do we are going to get things done yeah we are okay push. so can we yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so let me say something real quick because i'm on the i want to say something too what the problem is why people can't get together and it's going to be like this for the next couple of years if we keep on going the same way that we want people just don't get along we don't get along people don't get along with certain people and every person on this commission know what i'm talking about People are 50, 60, 70 years old and still hold grudges against different people. It doesn't make sense. If we can't get along as human beings. Can we please make the vote, please? Can we please make the vote? Uh, yeah. uh, before we do that, I still still want to make sure we get these points clarified. Yes, they're clarified that we are going to have that as something on the next agenda item. That was in the minutes. Mohammed said that at the beginning of him talking. Okay. Okay, go ahead. So yeah, would like um, rather than a work session, just 
making it clear that just continuing with our process in the next meeting to look back with this local group or whoever it is we're still talking talking with and say, hey, where are we at on this facilitator agreement? Are you still moving forward with the agreement with you know the part that you had thus far? That way we have part of a proposal at least to put forward is if some part of, of the tasks are addressed, maybe that helps with getting something passed. I have a question. Who are we inviting to the next meeting? This is, this, this is what I'm saying of like, we need to talk to each of these groups after this, outside of this, figure out, okay, which one of you guys are still in for this process right now? Who's Who is actually do, out? Who's going to do that? And then from there. I've already done that and I know the answer. So can we take a vote, please? I'd like to vote on contingent on knowing what's our, what our next step is, though. Agreed. That's a fucking Are we going to have a work session? Are we going to discuss this at our next at meeting? Our next who's meeting. who's yeah. going to be there? I would oh, have to discuss that dick. with them. Yeah, I don't know what their schedules nothing. are like. I'm They're not tired. here at this meeting. I want to go to fucking bed. And these guys keep on arguing all night on here. We can hear you, Commissioner. Yeah, you're on. The yeah, yeah we can you're hear you. on. And can we vote? So um, before we vote, because I'm going to add my voice to this discussion, can we still talk about this after we vote, or we're just we're done and we have to move on to the next? I, I mean, usually you you make a motion, it's seconded, and then you have discussion, and at the end of discussion you vote, and then you would move on to the so next. So we can essentially item. have this vote and then talk about next steps. Can we agree to do that? Because we all pretty much agree that we can't move forward with what's going on now. That does not mean that we can't talk to other people and see what's going to happen Agreed. afterwards. So can we please take the vote so we can make sure that's on whatever paperwork and then we can talk about next step because I'm very interested to know what we're going to do next too. Yeah, either way we do it. I mean, the vote's going to happen regardless. It's going to well, be the same. Well, thing. I think the next steps, I mean, really, <laughs> I, I think, you know, and I know this is the, the, the um, open records public meeting, but um, I, I mean, I think you can talk about next steps if that would influence how you would vote on this particular agenda item, okay? So I think that's the context in which okay. you can talk that's, about next uh, steps. Yeah. Okay. So, but if you just want to talk about generally about next steps and it would not influence your vote, then it probably needs to be kicked to the meeting on the 16th. That's the main thing for me, because to me, it just looks weird for anyone on meeting minutes or just generally like to vote on rescinding something and then not having a next steps that was agreed upon before making that vote. That just looks weird. Let's see that. So from what I'm hearing from Mel, she has spoken to each of them, but we still need to confirm actual dates and times that they would be available. Yes. Okay. For the next meeting, yeah. All right. So that's cleared up. Um, which ones of these individuals that are going to be attending? Uh, they'll just confirm that with you outside of this and then with them too. Um, if any other groups are going to be joining them, that is not yet known. So essentially, it just sounds like in the next meeting, we'll have a lot more clarity on the next steps for this facilitator process. But from what I'm hearing so far, it doesn't sound like it's completely shut down and back to square one, but rather that we're just having a smaller set of uh, requirements filled out for a full agreement. I would just suggest, um, as Commissioner Mel has always suggested, that we all communicate with each other in the next two weeks. I will do better about that myself to also add to the next step so we can plan accordingly with different ideas outside of this. 
This is Ibitsoke for me to talk. This is Commissioner Wangui Gadua for the record. Thank you, uh, Chair, for clarifying that little piece that it's not because I've still, between our last meeting and now, I was still kind of lost as to why they're rescinding. But now that you have said it's not everything, it's just some things. At least moving forward and giving my vote, I know why when I am voting for rescinding. Because between uh, we had a meeting, we made a recommendation, and then, okay, I'm here. We, the, okay, I still don't have the clear picture, but at least when you said some things to be cleared up. Thank you. I yield. Commissioner Johnson, it's hard for me to make a vote when I haven't heard anything on why they've made their decisions the way they made them. And I understand you're saying that uh, you'll discuss that afterwards. And I mean, that's all well and nice, but that's after a vote. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, I completely understand why that's still confusing, but I would just give the, the point that should be the nail in the coffin of it pretty much has to be rescinded and the groups have already made it known that it's untenable for them to work together. But in the way that this proposal is written, they would have to work tightly integrated together through the entire process. So if that's not possible from them saying it's an untenable, then the agreement as written is also not possible. So it has to be rescinded. Fair enough, good to go. Okay, any further discussion from members of the commission before I take vote? Okay, Commissioner Ali? Yes. Commissioner uh, Dillard? Yes. Commissioner Gatua? Yes. Commissioner Johnson? Yes. Commissioner Harris? Oh, wait, what? I think Did he's gone. Yeah, I lost him. Okay. Okay, um, Commissioner Nobis? Yes. Commissioner Rivera? Yes. And Commissioner Treore? Yes. Okay, motion passes 7-0. Um, the next agenda item is Commissioner and Staff Announcements. Stephanie, do you have anything? I don't, but okay. Me. I'll go first because I need to get out of this room for the sake of my mental health. Um, Chastity had mentioned earlier that I did make this point multiple times to communicate with me between hand, and multiple of you guys have thanked me for all of the effort and everything I've put in into putting this facilitator thing together. So I just want you guys to remember how much this fucking sucks for me because I've put in that effort and it's just like me getting kicked down. And then the other thing that stinks about it is, is like, I've actually been in communication with Annie V, Angie, Eduardo, um, not Larry, Larry's mother-in-law passed, and that is why he unfortunately couldn't attend the work session last week, and that was, or last week, that's what happened. 
but it's really, really frustrating because you guys completely have the ability to communicate with these people. They emailed you, that's on record. You can reach out to Angie and V and Annie and see what's what's up. I sat with them for three hours in a circle outside in a parking lot. You know, it's, it's it, you're fully capable of doing all of these things. And, and, and with these next steps too, like it would have been so cool if like, people reached out to me and asked me about these things because one really freaking awesome next step is Eduardo Gonzalez is coming to Iowa City. He's coming to Iowa City. And I really wanna get you guys pumped about that. Um, so keep in touch with me and I can give you guys the updates on everything that's going on. But for the sake of my sanity, I literally don't think that I can sit here anymore. But I have faith in this commission. I'm never going to give up on this commission. I'm not going to let the city just do what they will with this million dollars that they offered to this, this cause. Um, I will forever keep trying every time they kick me down. There is absolutely nothing that's going to get me out of this commission. I yield to the floor. Thank you. Um, any other commissioners have announcements? Um, I just wanted to announce that there's a collaboration, if you want to spread the word for kids, um, at Weatherby um, Park, um, my organization, Neighborhood Centers, Dream City Community, Iowa City Community School District, um, Parks and Rec, and UAY are going to be doing Weatherby Nights on Monday evenings this summer for kids. Uh, we're going to offer basketball groups, uh, basketball art groups, DJ side hat and beat making, video games, flag football, TikTok studio. There's going to be a special hoops in the hood three on three uh, basketball tourna tournament August 5th and 6th um, so just want to let people know about that and I also want to just point out that if you go on to Facebook there is a Juneteenth Facebook page and they are currently making the events for the Juneteenth celebrations that will be happening the week right before Juneteenth on June 19th so I yield on Saturday from three to eight, uh, the African network in Johnson County, we have a get together in City Park Shelter 11. And uh, if you attend, you want to bring a plate of food to share, but we also have some food made. We are not just relying on what uh, the attendees will bring. And if the TRC, if anybody feels like tabling and letting people know about the TRC, that's okay. And I'm not offering myself because I will be, we are hosting as one of the board members of the connection. With that, I yield. I core boxing. <coughs> I-Core Boxing is uh, uh, working with the big brothers, big sisters, and looking for volunteers uh, who might want to join in and helping out. Uh, being uh, big, it would be nice uh, if, if you are available to come out and help out the kids. There's, there's a lot of kids out there who need uh, an extra, uh, or a big brother or a big sister come out and kind of help them along the way. Uh, also, we'll be having a community event on the 25th, uh, just in general, a lot of fun, food, and uh, good times. 
uh, and everybody just celebrating each other uh, as a whole. So everyone in the city is invited. Uh, and with that, that's, that's all I have for an announcement. Uh. This is Commissioner Rivera. Um, it's, there's been a lot of tragedies over the past uh, couple of weeks with mass shootings affecting um, communities of color uh, throughout the United States that have been really devastating. And I wanted to remember the lives lost and um, mourn with the families of those who are deceased. Um, it's really devastating to carry those, you know, those stories, um, you know, affect us as we read them. They trigger us, um, and we also live our own lives here, um, experiencing discrimination and violence um, in our own forms that are more prescient. Um, uh, one reminder um, that I have been giving people uh, is that you know, with whatever you can do to remember uh, or to be with, to spend time with, to be present with the people who give you hope that the world can be good, um, please do that. Um, please seek solace in your communities and the people who you identify with, because um, I think that helps us get through. Um, my stepdad passed away on May 5th. Uh, just a few weeks ago. Today, my family is having his memorial. Um, it should be ending right around, right around now. Um, I wanted to remember him here, too. He was an immigrant from the Philippines and made my family's lives um, really, really wonderful, um, as immigrants often do. Uh, he also made his community wonderful around him. Um, the thing that's been uh, giving me hope in the face of all of the suckiness of the world right now is um, I asked him a question once, and I um, asked him, you know, what's, what's one message that you want to give to the world? And uh, this was after he was diagnosed with cancer. He said, tomorrow is not promised. Live each day doing the best you can. Um, and so I hope that those words will fall on your ears tonight and to anyone else listening. Um, do the best you can. Thanks. This is uh, Commissioner Sakalis uh, and Uh Yeah, I wanted to um, talk about uh, police violence, actually. Um, I wanted to say that, you know, I know this commission was formed out of um, a resolve to end, uh, you know, colonial violence in general. And then, uh, well, you know, obviously um, the police violence that have stemmed out of that and um, I'm on my way right now to Omaha to prepare for um, the fifth year, um, the fifth uh, prayer march and vigil for Zachary Bear Hills. And Omaha is not Iowa City, but it's three and a half hours away from Iowa City. And um, I just want to say that this is one of the most disturbing and violent acts of murder ever carried out by police. And um, to, you know, and, and it was uh, carried out on an indigenous man, uh, a mentally ill indigenous man at that. And I would really like everybody to look it up and learn more about it so that they can start understanding um, the type of violence that indigenous peoples are facing at the hands of uh, police. Um, 
and to support the event if you can. Uh, you can go to Great Plains Action Society's um, Facebook page and check out the event page. Um, and then just look up the um, article. There's lots of articles on it. You can go to Indians.com. There's a great article on it there. Um, and uh, because, you know, we're, our, our voices in terms of the violence that Indigenous peoples face just is really not heard, um, even on this commission. And so, um, uh, thank you so much. Um, I just want to address the fact we have had two commission members uh, leave us tonight and just want to make sure this is addressed for the record and also because this might be in the news story, but um, just want to make sure we're giving each other some grace here. Um, obviously, uh, this is not easy. Um, there's a lot of time put in by everybody. Um, and it may not be just the commission that's, uh, you know, causing issues for someone or keeping them on edge, but maybe other circumstances. Uh, we don't know that um, ever. I'm not assuming that or saying that for, for anyone, just adding that. And then also um, can't ever really tell other people how to feel. Um, that's that's on them. Um, they're going to react the way they react. Just, just try our best to just treat each other how we are, how the, that person themselves would like to be treated. Not how we would like to be treated, but how they would be. They would like to be treated. Um, I know that's difficult and not always fun, but if that helps us to just get through these conversations easier and more amicably and um, have a stronger bond and relationship, then. Um, would really prefer it that way because again the community is watching what or whoever in the community is watching uh, is seeing this and um, if we're going to be going out and saying that trying to bring other people together in healing and reconciliation if we're not you know showing those ideals ourselves or acting in that way then it's really difficult to get people on board that's all I have I yield the floor Motion to adjourn. Yep. Second. You're adjourned. Thank you.